I um, and let me tell you about the olden times. Like, oh, by the way, look what I got in the mail: the dog of no real value mug. Can you guys see that dog of no real value with the hearts? I made it, and this is related. Hang on, let me take my coffee. I'm gonna have to nuke that. There's nothing worse than cold coffee. Except fat chicks. <clears throat> that's that's what hell is. Why, Aaron? What's hell like? Cold coffee and fat chicks. That's what it is. Um, <clears throat> the the granular bits of mosquito stings go throughout the life. That's what's going to be the death of us. That's what's going to slow us down. Because in the olden days, back back even before the YouTubes, you could pull up an article. I got an article at the Post Millennial that I wanna I wanna read. And you could pull up the article. You know what would pop up? The article. What wouldn't pop up is all the pop-ups, but more modernly today, I got pretty good internet. I'm plugged in directly to the internet here, like with the with the cat cable. So you'd think, like, oh, I got a lot of bandwidth. Well, not if if I pull up all the articles I want to go through. And they're all just chock full of videos and fat black women showing their thongs off. And oh my God, she, look out, sister. It's a Calvin Klein on. That drains from it. And then, uh, you know, the original intention of me coming here was to do a show. So now it's all robot-y and granular. So now I got to not pull up all those uh, screens. Not pull up all those tabs. And then, um, then use them one by one. Okay, we're going to go through this. Hang on. We all get to suffer a slightly lower standard of living. What is the percent GDP on, on digital marketing now? Like, what is that? I know the internet is, is revolutionary. We did it all for the wrong reasons and never for the right. Now we all watch real-time porn and, and we got all the advertising dollars and all the pop-up menus. And hey, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want that? that don't use it to not commute. No, don't, don't do that. <clears throat> don't do it to make it a quick and efficient way to look up information so we might get on with our life. You actually made the internet less efficient than paper and pencil. Than print media. At least there was a cost sending the print media, you know? At least if you're going to harass and annoy someone, you you have to pay. Now, oh, hey, there's this really good... Oh, bing, 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 bing. <clears throat> Same thing with this coffee mug. Let me tell you the nightmare I went through to get this coffee mug made. Now, there's, there's Ivy, the dog of no real value. There she is playing with her ball. I don't know if you could see that. And, um... I talked about this before because I would like to get merch up. I would, guys. I really would. Yeah, dumbass cappy hat. And uh, <clears throat> I'm reminded of why I stopped, why I gave up that pursuit in the first place. So I go to like Redbubble and Vince the Prince and Teespring. And oh my God, Cafe Press is horrible. It's horrible. The the quality that the reports are coming in are low. This is Vistaprint, and I'm, I don't know if you can see it, but the 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 resolution of the dog image that's not the camera. That's how kind of fuzzy it is. I just can you think like to make the money in today's world, you got to be some high level engineer or a skilled person, and that's true to get into it. But over time, as you get old, you realize just how incompetent the adults are. 
and how stupid they are, how common sense is not. It does not reign supreme. Although I used to think like consultants were a pretty big to do, like, oh, Bain McKenzie, uh, Anderson uh, Consulting. Ha 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 ha. There's a joke there. Like these were really experienced old people. No, no, everyone is a freaking moron. And these guys just do common sense. You know what they do? Do you know what these big time you need to get your MBA from Wharton? Do you know what they do? They go to the firm, they talk to all the employees, say, What's your major problems? What would you change? What are the what are the bottlenecks here? And then they compile it and they say, uh, you know, 90% said X. And you go to management and says, yeah, uh, X is your problem. Like, oh, my God, you're so brilliant and amazing. We MBA laden tards can't figure that out ourselves. Here's your $80,000 consulting fee. We also concluded that you need more consulting. And so this whole merch industry, that's a perfect example where just like, what, what? Because every one of them has a major flaw. It's like you have five children, but they all suffer from mental retardation. One has Down syndrome. The other, um, I don't know, alcohol fetus syndrome. Uh, but they're 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 all you got like one functional child when you combine them in the Voltron, <clears throat> but they all got a major flaw. Redbubble, you can't do anything even slightly fun or sexual. I'm not talking prawn. I'm talking like you want a girl like the pinup girl in a, I don't know a bikini or the the rockabilly girl with the tied up you know red uh, plaid top with some blue. Do- oh no, Redbubble's Australia. I mean. I I just don't want to go to Australia after all this. Cafe Press, the quality is shoddy. And then when you go on the, when you go to set up a store, they don't make it easy. You got to know there's this little link to get to your store. It is absolutely not made for people to sell their stuff. Now, I I don't, usually there's a reason. There's a reason for everything. I can't for the life of me figure out why Cafe Press makes it so damn hard. Do you not want to make money? And there's the one, I don't know, they got a helmet on, and that's the president and CEO of Cafe Press. <clears throat> uh, then what's the other one? Um, was it, it's not Redbubble, Zazzle, I believe, is the one where, you know, you spend all this time setting up your storefront. You even give them like, okay, here's my payment information. Like you, you go and you set up, you design it, and then you do a trial. You can do a run through to make sure it works. And you find out that if you want to, I, I, maybe it's a different one, but one of them, I'm, I'm thinking it's Zazzle. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any more usernames and passwords. I don't want to set up an effing account to buy your crap. It's so out of respect for you guys. Let's say you want to get coffee mug of dog of no real value. And I say, oh, here, sign up for it. Do you got an account? God. Do you want to make money? So we can't have anything fun and edgy. We can't have anything cute like a girl. You certainly can't have any guns. The quality is shoddy. Half the time you can't just buy the damn thing with the with a credit card or anything. F it. F it. Done. Done. Just done. So this, this, I think was 25 bucks. Don't get me started about the prices. 
25 bucks for a mug. And that's, that's like me buying it out of my own shop. Like, no, no, we're not doing $35 t-shirts. We're not doing $25 coffee mugs. Like I'm done. No, no. Until someone who has all their chromosomes, someone whose dad isn't the product of his dad and his sister, someone who heads up one of these firms actually says, wait a minute, let's just apply simple common sense and streamline the operations to make this a functional site that makes, hey, it's rated PG-13 or R or whatever. Literally, you can't, you can't do a pinup calendar. You can't. You just can't do it. It's like, forget it. Just, just forget it. I get it. Modern day society, a bunch of basically borderline functional idiots out there. Everybody's feelings might be hurt. You women are making it so not fun. I guarantee you, I guarantee you at all these places, because you're not allowed to have guns and you're not allowed to have like PG-13 pinup type of stuff. It's this anti-fun Karen who's just got to sit there like the, the, the King Leonidas with his 300 Spartans at the pass of Thermopylae. Like, and it's not even like the Persians are trying to come in there and do bad stuff. It's like the Persians are like, hey, you want to trade? No! Fat-ass Karen sitting right there like, get the F out of the way, lady. No, you're going to hurt our feelings. I don't like it. Okay. <clears throat> Hang on. Let me pull it up while I'm at it. Let's go back. Hang on. Uh <clears throat> I wasn't going to talk about, but we might as well talk about it now. Dodge will discontinue its Challenger and Charger muscle cars next year. I'm like, why? GF came into me and says, "Hey, they're going to disc- discount that." I'm like, why? I thought they sold well. <clears throat> Dodge will discontinue its gas-powered Challenger and Charger muscle cars at the end of the next year, marking an end of an era for the brand as it starts to transition to electric vehicles. And I immediately had questions. Well, wait, can you just? Have those cars be electric vehicles? Keep the body the same and, and, and then just put an electric engine in there. Okay, now I'm not against electric vehicles. But apparently we can't have, <clears throat> you can't have choice. You just can't have choice. Not only can you not, like, okay, let's say it's going to be environmental. Okay, the Anti-Fun Women League of America came in here and says, those are bad, nasty cars polluting our environment for the kids I'm never going to have. All right. We'll make it electric. No, no, it still looks too sexy. You can't have that fun. I just, just the president come in like, yeah, that, that ain't happening. You can make all the V8s you want. Go ahead. Since being resurrected in the mid to late 2000s, the Charger and Challenger names made popular in the 1960s and 70s have been stalwarts of the Dodge of popular vehicles for a new generation of gearheads. The two-door Challenger particularly struck a chord of nostalgia with buyers thanks to its retro-inspired styling, while the four-door Charger has managed to achieve notable sales milestones despite consumers flocking from sedans to SUV in recent years. Dodge has also been able to juice up profits on the vehicle, which are starting ranges from the low 30,000 to nearly 90,000 for its infamous Hellcat models that produce more than 700 horsepower. Dodge and Ch- Dodge with the Challenger and Charger, they really found a way to get really ahead to that muscle car route. These cars definitely ex- expressed it and were able to hold on to that essence, said Stephanie Brinley, principal analyst at S&P Global, having that clear DNA and clear expression of what they are supposed to be is helping make the transition to electric what what uh stephanie brinley that is an amazing 
bit of academic speak you did there. I bet you you sat there for hours crafting that one sentence. Well crafted. Well crafted. You get the Orwell uh, Award. Dodge CEO Tim Kuniskis has alluded to the possibility that the Charger and Challenger names could be used for future electrified vehicles, including a forthcoming electric muscle car in 2024. He's previously said he believes electrification, whether hybrid vehicles with less powerful engines or all electric models, will save what he called the new golden age of muscle cars. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Tim, you might want to go take a look at Harley. And just what a nightmare they're having trying to sell electric motorcycles to the millennial generation who aren't buying, by the way. It Again, I, I'm all for choice. If you want an electric muscle car, that might be, yeah. I mean, they, they got great torque. I'm not, but hey, do you want a woman? Yeah, I do. Well, here's a, a guy who transitioned into a woman. That is not the same. That is not the same. I want a gas-powered engine. There are going to be people who want to hear the engine. They Also, they want to work on the car. <clears throat> there is not going to be a golden age of muscle cars that are electric. It's just not going to happen. It The whole idea of a muscle car is masculine. It's, it's cool. It's badass. It's a brute. It goes fast. Have you seen the men today? I... I know it's maybe a long shot, but the lower levels of testosterone is really what's going to prevent any kind of visual muscle car, Harley Roadster, any kind of masculine presence. I mean, the whole idea is to be a rebel. And fine, you want an electric car, you think it's cool. Absolutely. Put it on a sexy, I'm fine with that. Go ahead. But there is no new golden age of muscle cars coming if you get rid of a V8 engine or powerful gas engine. For several years, Koniskis has warned that the end was coming for gas-powered muscle cars due to emission regulations. Dodge parent company Stellantis, formerly Fiat Chrysler, ranks the worst among major manufacturers for U.S. corporate average fuel economy and carbon emissions. Who says you have to? Was there a law passed I'm unaware of that you have to have all electric? I know California said that, but too bad for them. I'm just waiting for this this crazy Marxist leftist environmentalist idealism to run smack at, at full speed, face first, smack into the wall of engineering reality and economic reality. Are you building enough nuclear power plants to charge the vehicles? Are you building enough power stations to charge the vehicles? I know they're building a lot of solar panels, especially out in Vegas, which I'm fine with. I'm okay. <clears throat> but nuclear power plants sure would be, it would make it. We could do so much with that. Desalinize water, irrigate all of California, regulate the, the water levels all out west that, that rely on irrigation and damming. I You can build, oh God, I hope, I hope. All you major auto manufacturers in the world all switch like what isn't isn't Volkswagen or Germany? We're not doing gas cars after a certain point. Please, please. I I would love to see you produce the more cars than what the electric grid can power. And then where they're just pieces of metal trash, set nice pieces of metal trash, very nice, shiny, 
very expensive metal pieces of trash because that's why because they won't be able to get enough power. We could have had this if you boomers allowed us to commute early on. Like if we eliminated commutes, that would do more to help out your environment <clears throat> than anything else. But no, we, how do I know if you're not worried? Hey, um, Kroniskis, aside from the people who have to actually manufacture the vehicles, uh, do you require your white-collar workers to, to drive and come into the office? I bet you do. I, but I can't wait till you guys produce more cars, electric cars, than what the electric grid can power. And then by by the laws of physics, by mathematical reality, none of there's just going to be a bunch of I can't get electricity. <clears throat> there's not enough. The, the electric grid's failing, or we don't have. We got rolling blackouts, whatever else. You know, you promoted a bunch of diversity hires who don't have backgrounds in engineering or electric linemen or anything. You you promoted Shanene with her degree in diversity and inclusion. She's heading up the corporation now. <clears throat> Today we're going to talk about her feelings in the white man. Oh, that's going to generate a lot of gigawatts. We're going to have the meeting online. No, you ain't no electricity. Let alone for these cars. I go do it. Do do it. Do it now. I want to see it. I want to see everyone drop 80 grand on a new electric vehicle that they can't use. I want it to happen globally. And I want you people there sitting there with your dick in your hand. <laughs> Uh, who's who's the culprit now, environmentalist wackos? What what is it? To spin the wheel of blame. It's the white man. It's the Republicans in the Senate. It's the capitalists. It's the eating evil corporation. Wait, aren't you an eating evil evil greedy corporation? Yeah, but we have a diversity and inclusion team. <laughs> And it's just SVB in the banks all over again. And you lift it up. Oh, look, a bunch of cockroaches barely keeping it together. <clears throat> do it do it. i can't wait to see i i'm not look i wasn't gonna buy no german car anyway because they're over-engineered pieces of crap they're really good cars for like the first hour and a half oh this knob fell off the radio well you have to replace the transmission with these special eighty thousand dollar tools i need an oil change that'll be 347 dollars <laughs> But it's electric and we're Germans. You know, we're just, we're just really smart. Trust us. We're Germans. Shut up, Hans. Uh, as many brands switched to smaller, more fuel-efficient engines, Dodge rolled out uh, Hellcat models and other high-performance vehicles such as models helped generate attention for the brand but didn't help the automaker's carbon footprint. I love – go ahead. Put put your politics ahead of profit. Go ahead. Do it. Love it if you do. Force it to buy carbon credits from automakers such as Tesla. Really? The days of an iron block supercharged 6.2 liter V8 are numbered, Kuniskis said previously. Told, I got to see what this guy is. He a soy boy? <clears throat> Tim Kuniskis. Or is he your standard cookie cutter looking gray haired white corporate executive? Just wondering what the stereotype looks like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, named Dodge brand chief executive officer Stellantis in January of 2021. Previously appointed head of passenger cars. Um, let's look at 
uh, <clears throat> joined Chrysler in 1992, series of position increasing in Kimber. What's your background? What's your degree? He has a degree in business administration. Business. Okay, Tim, good luck to you. <clears throat> good luck. Uh, referring to engines like those in the Hellcats, but the performance that those vehicles generate is not numbered. Uh, Dodge is launching a litany of special vehicles and products to celebrate the end of the cars as they are today. Just, <laughs> I love, it's so Orwellian. We're celebrating the end of something great. What, what, what do real men, what few of us remain, what do we have to look forward to? All the women are fat. Everyone's dressing like shit. We don't have no fancy cars coming out anymore. I am not not a big car guy. <clears throat> Absolutely not. All right. I use it as transportation. But now with this, there's a piece of me that kind of like, huh, maybe, maybe before I die, I need to get like not not necessarily a classic car, but but a used or a classic car, just some big old gas guzzling tank. Just go buy a, a Dodge Viper or something, just something. Just something to like enjoy it because I'll be the last generation that gets to you. You're I mark my words. You know what they're gonna do? Cause they already did it. it oh, by the way, it hurt the poor, but never mind that. You guys just want to feel good. Uh that cash for clunkers, where you totally destroyed the used car market and took all these cars off and, and made used uh, car prices go up. So poor people like me back then couldn't afford them. I guarantee you they're going to start taking Oh, has it got eight cylinders? we got to take it off the market. I guarantee you these Nazi Karens and putzes like Tim here are going to do that. They're going to do it. So I'll just have my car. That'd make a good movie. There's like, you know, it'd be like uh, Grand Torino. Like there's this piss-off old guy like um, uh, Clint Eastwood, and he's got his muscle car, and the Marxists are coming for it because they got to melt it down, and he like weapons up. And he gears the car up and he goes on this crazy uh, 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 car chase, but the cops can't keep up with them because they got electric vehicles and they're not charged enough. <clears throat> he dies in a fiery explosion later. What? You don't think that's going to happen? I mean, by that time, there won't be any real men left. Yes, dear. I don't know. God, China can't invade quick enough. <laughs> Just. I don't care. you the CCP and you're corrupt as hell. Fine. How many genders you got? <clears throat> oh, you're going to force people to study math and engineering. Okay. <sighs> Dodge plans include seven special edition or buzz models, a commemorative last call under the hood plaque for all. Oh, geez. Okay. Just gay. Gay. No offense to our gay audience members. The new dealer process will see Dodge allocate 2023 Charger and Challenger models to lots all at once instead of making Dodge will provide customers guide. What are you replacing them with? Can you just tell me? I don't know if it's a journalist not doing the job or they're like, oh, crap, we got nothing really sexy. Like, <clears throat> how do you sell that? Here's Cindy Crawford, a la 1991. And Peppa, we're retiring her and replacing her with. Chelsea Handler or Amy Schumer. Like, how do you sell that? But she's more reasonable and has a degree. And like, no, I want Cindy Crawford. What are we supposed to live for? What? 
What? <clears throat> Man, you just want to take away the fun. You just can't. I got to find a place where they're allowed to have cars again. I got to find a place. I'm sick of you people here. Uh, Kuna said the process is meant to assist customers in getting the specific vehicle they want. We wanted to make sure we're, we were celebrating these cars properly. Said after me in Pontiac, Michigan, the Charge Challenger produced at Stellantis Brampton Assembly in Ontario, Canada. The company says it has produced more than 3 million Dodge vehicles at the plant. Yeah, we should put that to an end. Plans to announce and invest $2.1 billion in the plant and another Canadian facility, but it's not disclosed vehicles to be produced at that facility. When we shut down Brampton, it will be a 20-year run Dodge Muscle Cars. We need to do this right. Do you have any vision for the future that you – we got rid of Cindy Crawford. Oh, who are you replacing her with? That's going to be hard to top. Uh, and Cindy Crawford has served us very well in these past five years. Yeah, but who are you replacing her with? And, and you know, we're going to send her off. There will be these plaques that come with Cindy Crawford for the last round. And the people who made Cindy Crawford, who are you going to replace her with? And so we're going to salute to Cindy Crawford off that you've been a wonderful, been a great relationship. <clears throat> By the way, just so you guys know, Chrysler has if he, they've been like gone bankrupt seven, eight, nine times. I think this was the one thing that brought him back to profitability, these fun muscle cars. Tim, I want to kick in your nuts. And um let me know when your wife pulls the strap on dildo out of your ass. All right, let me stay on top of the super chat so we don't get too far behind. Subscribe to the channel, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Morning, guys. Look at everybody here. Look at everybody here. Man, we're so, we're so, we're, the doors are wide open. How wide open are they, Cappy? They're so wide open. We're letting this guy in. Oh, my God. Look how, what a good mood I'm in. Brian Dupree, two bucks. Half the quality is horrendous anyway. What, cars, girls, what, everything? <clears throat> the The mugs? Everything. It's all crap. It's all crap. I mean, I'm going a good way. There's no reason. There's no reason to get nice things anymore. Just not. I mean, maybe we'll get a collectible. Like I got my 1909 SVDB wheat penny. The food is going to pot. Told the GF, like, well, we might have to start eating at home more. <clears throat> Abadell Lawrence, uh, 10 euros. Greetings from Frankfurt, Germany, Deutschland. Yeah, wie geht's? Your advice on joining the military worked. I separated from army six months ago. Why are you forced to join the, the German military? Is it like a, a state you got to do after high school? Uh, army six months ago, and I'm now a government contractor. Don Cashane, Aaron. Well, no, pro, uh, uh, kind problem. Kind problem. Wo ist die schönes Fräuleins? Guten Tag, Adolf. What the, hang on, let me look that up. Let me look that up. German, is it VW? Cars, electric. Um, now remember, Volkswagen was the one that lied about their fuel efficiency. <clears throat> um, did Germany just kill the electric car? Annika, VW. No gas cars. Millions of extremely polluting cars still on European European roads. 
uh, to reveal a people's car for the electric age. You're building the elect right, Germany. Now that now that Russia shut off your your fuel supply, right? You're gonna you're gonna build the nuclear power plants, right? I was listening to a documentary about uh, Germany's uh, power situation, <clears throat> and they had shut. I think it was due to Fukushima. You know, there's this one accident in Japan, so we got to shut them all down. And so Germany, like slowly decommissioned all their power plants. And then the last nuclear power plant that went offline three months later, Russia cut them off. <laughs> oh, doom coughed. Oh. Dave, 128, two bucks. Uh, as Ford stands to lose $3 billion in the EV business. Are they going to lose $3 billion? I guys do whatever you want. You're not leaders. Just so you executive people know, if you're a CEO, CFO in America, you're not leaders. You just take the dick up your ass that the government tells you to, and you obey. You don't lead. You don't do anything visionary. I guarantee you the guy or the gal can. Let's bring the muscle cars back over at Chrysler. That was a leader. Whoever said to Ford, let's, let's uh, come out with the new Mustang and not have it be one of those horrific looking late 70s models brilliant idea that's a leader but for those of you like well, I gotta go more sensible <laughs> ben and breakfast 10 generous dollars millennial mechanic here you guys exist wait a minute. whoa ben whoa 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 do you have dirt and oil under your nails how dare you sir you, how are you supposed to get to girls? You are correct. In 10 years, people are going to want anything with a V8 and gated manual, and they aren't going to care what they cost. Hold on to those cars now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm, I was kind of cheering for a really bad recession. <clears throat> um, What happened? Let me take a look at the – I want to see what happened. There's some kind of flash game about the uh yeah okay nothing nothing's going on in the market i thought there's something bad going on in the market i've been waiting for a recession so i can go ahead and buy cars on the cheap i don't know what those boomers are going to do with their cars when they die millennial kids ah! picture this come on a journey with me guys store hang on in the future hear, hear me out on this so in another 10 to 20 years, maybe not even 20, 10 to 15 years, the majority of baby boomers will pass away, fortunately or not. And all these millennials and Zoomers who are living at home, whose life plan is, well, I'm just going to live at home. I'm going to inherit the house. Unbeknownst to them, their parents have a reverse mortgage. And so while these Zoomers and millennials who live at home are like, hey, my God, I'm going to stick to a bunch of these Andrew Yangs without the rich Asian parents. We're going to just avoid work in their plan. Oh, the house went up in value, completely unaware about the production side and supply side of economics. They're waiting for their parents to die so that they can get the house. Little do they know their parents had reverse mortgage the living crap out of it. So now when they die, there's now a, an effectively classic 80% mortgage on that house. And these kids have to pay that or sell the home. And so when they find out they're only going to get a fraction of the house and they got to go find a real job and they're going to have to pay rent, they're going to have to move out or the bank's going to repossess and the bank won't extend the reverse mortgage because, well, your, your parents already took out all the money. What are those millennial and Zoomer inheritors going to do with the estate? 
they're gonna sell those baby boomer classic cars for a lot for very little money. And there's Gen X Cappy and his Gen X Brigade with our money that we saved. Because we know we knew how to work and shovel yards back in the air, shovel driveways, you rake yards, you shovel driveways back in the 80s and the 90s. Say, yeah. Oh, hello, Tanner. Hello, Madison. Oh, your parents died. And they, oh, those bastard baby boomers. They didn't tell you about the reverse mortgage. So I see your dad has a 1969 uh, fastback Mustang over there. Well, yes, I will give you $8,000 for it. Because <laughs> you can't drive it because it's standard transmission. You won't want to drive because you have a nasty cash car. Oh, fine. I'll give you $8,000. And here, here's a, here's a box of diapers. You know, why the box of diapers, Cappy? Well, they probably still wearing them by that time. Never growing up. Ass bucket two. Ain't got no power. No more power. <clears throat> Christoph Anon, two bucks. Get an old diesel suburban 6.2 liter engine. Never dies. Yeah, no, I'm, I got, I got plenty of vehicles. I think we'll be all right. Uh, FML Decu, two bucks, 1969 Chevy Camaro for the win. Mexican poops. Okay, you and I will race. We will race. Abdel, Abdel Lawrence, two euros. U.S. Army, I would never want to be German. <laughs> oh, you in the U.S. Army. Oh, good. Well, wait. So you're in Germany now. Oh, that's good. Okay, so you get, well, yeah, we got bases over there. So you go to the VA, get free health care. Germany has free health care as well. Two Canadian bucks from SJ. Do you think mechanics will go underground in 2030? No, they're going to be vital. <clears throat> they're going to be so vital and in such short stash, such short supply. Um, even if it's electrical vehicles, you're still going to have to have people who physically. Do, okay, hold on, sit down, everybody. There will be people who have to do something in the future that is not moving a mouse and clicking a button and taking a picture of your hoo-ha and selling it online for for money. They're going to be manual laborers who will have to like, oh, the engine on this wheel doesn't work. Okay, you're going to have to get a new electric engine, put it on the wheel, hook it back up, program it. You're going to have to program it. But yeah, they won't go underground. We, I used to cheer for like good things to happen until I realized most of the people in my country and culture and Western civilization are parasitic pieces of shit who are fat, disgusting slobs that I just don't like and have no respect for. And as long as I inoculate myself against the worst of what's coming towards us, and I'm a minimalist, I don't have my value system based off of <clears throat> things or whatever else, but I can simply maintain a home. I can live more or less off-grid. I am... What's the word? I'm on the edge of my seat looking forward to infrastructure mechanics and just basic real world stuff failing or going into such short supply because we have a bunch of overeducated parasitic college graduates who can't wipe their own ass uh think that they know everything and the religion of leftism is like the most consuming thing that their mind could possibly think about that when there's this millennial mechanic he's going to make bank he's going to make bank that when their car doesn't work or Becky's phone doesn't work, or whatever, whatever they, 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 their electricity isn't on, they're going to get so desperate, and they're going to be helpless. They're not going to know how to fix it. 
And just like there's not electricity because we didn't build the nuclear power plants to power up all the cars, there is going to be a hard, there will be a genuine actual shortage of real laborers that can get your stuff going on. And so there's going to be days where it'll be 105, wherever, in Kansas City. And the single moms and the deadbeat trailer trash dads, their their air conditioning ain't going to work. But I need someone to fix my air conditioning. Well, go down to Walmart and get the new air conditioners. Oh, it's all out because we don't we lost the dollar reserve status against China and we got it. No one makes the air conditioners and the amount of suffering and poverty and drastic effect of lower standards of living that will have. I cannot wait. I can't. <clears throat> And I'm going to sit there, and if there's electricity, well, I will have electricity. But if there's even a broadcast happening to report the news, I can't wait to see. There's shortages and lines, and it's the end of capitalism has failed us. Yep, you keep thinking that. Let me guess, we need to print off more money and bail out industries, because that's not socialism. Can't wait. Can't wait. My truth, the king, Uncle Cappy taking us on an adventure of reading Rainbow. Remember when that was fun? <clears throat> Rainbow just meant pretty colors. Oh, all right. Uh, let me go to. Uh, let's pick on the millennials one more time. This is old. I did. Someone sent this to me. I'm like looking at the date. I'm like, this is from 2016. From the Miami Herald, millennials get angry at the economists for asking why they don't buy diamonds. <laughs> <clears throat> I I have some theories. The diamond industry has seen better days and an article by The Economist has pointed to decreased sales among millennials and tried to explain why that was happening. And according to millennials, that explanation is all wrong. The story argues that the movie Blood Diamond starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Jimin Hunsu brought, brought attention to the morality issues within the diamond industry and that diamond executives are now fighting to change that image. Oh, God. Is that that's how corporations see you guys? You're just a bunch of what variant of leftist religion do you have? Oh, you're against the okay. Here, here's organic this, free trade that. Please buy our stuff. What else do you need? Probably need money. <clears throat> William Lamb, Lucara Diamonds chief executive. They spelled diamond wrong here. Told the economist that he has been trying to dispel the rumor that all diamonds are bad. That reek of notoriety has clung to the industry in recent years, especially young, among the young millennial generation that came of age as evidence of blood diamonds emerged from the war in Sierra Leone in the 1990s, the article states. But as the story surfaced with the tweet from The Economist that asked, why aren't millennials buying diamonds? Young people started weighing in on their reasons. According to them, it has nothing to do with morality and everything to do with finances. Well, who's getting married now anyway? That's that's the other. that That's all oh, ladies. That three month salary, well, three month salary for your your young average man today is what three three stimmy checks. Hang on, what? <laughs> and you see, I I'm on the edge of my seat, just enjoying this collapse. You already see, like the we're already kind of coming through the beginning of Act. We're at the end tail end of Act One. We're like, oh crap, something's about to happen. You start seeing. Seeing things, you know, cracks in, in the perfection of society. And really, what what is, so for you young gals that aren't getting married anyway, 
how is it? It's no longer three months salary, right? Because you train these millennial boys to be on UBI and stimmy trucks because Democrats, right? Just love how women just wedded the Democrat Party and now like, I can't find a guy. Scooby do mystery. <clears throat> so now do you measure like he has to give me at least three months stimmy checks to afford, but what is a stimmy check? Average stimulus check. Um, the average amount of the three COVID stimulus checks by income bracket. Really, we did it by that. Uh, within weeks, past emergency checks amounting up to twelve hundred, to including payments. There've been a th- three rounds of such checks. Okay, so three rounds of up to two thousand forty. So okay, twelve hundred. Well, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good rock. Thirty six hundred dollars. Hey, let's piss off the sexes between one another. Why aren't there diamond sales? <laughs> Oh, I love it. I just love it. It's just, it's just, it's better than any movie. They no good movies. I'm gonna, hey, she's a black woman with a vagina, but whoa, she's lesbian and now she's Superman. Oh, yeah, I'll just watch the shit show going on here with the millennial love life. I'm, 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 ah. Oh, I didn't get a stimmy check. Yeah, you can't afford your, your wedding ring. Maybe you should buy him a wedding ring. Mm hmm. Uh, but as the story surfaced with the tweet from The Economist that asked, why aren't millennials buying diamonds? Young people started weighing in on the reasons. According to them, it has nothing to do with morality and everything to do with finances. You mean besides the crippling debt? Uh, because you can't live in a diamond or eat a diamond. These are all tweets. Because it's a great day if you can afford a McChicken. Um, <clears throat> do I look like I got money for rocks? Oh, that's it? That's all there was? Oh, I thought there'd be more. Hang on. Millennials got a hang on. Hang on. There's got to be more. I think the Miami Herald cut it off. <clears throat> Here, top five reasons millennials aren't. But this is 2021. Okay, so this is more modern. This is up. This is by Amber Kong. Who's Amber Kong? I'm not looking at Amber Kong. Is from Los Angeles, a graduate of UCLA. She covers the intersection of money, career, and entrepreneurship. Oh, my God. Thank God you're here, Amber Kong. I always want to take advice from 20-somethings that are, like, insolvent. Aaron, you don't know. She might be. Oh, yeah. Millennials are disrupting the diamond industry in a big way. Check out the change in attitudes and trends for engagement ring shopping. To be clear, millennials aren't anti-diamond, but unlike their parents, they're much more conscious of exploitive labor practices and environmental impact. Well, wait, the other article said it had nothing to do with it. It had to do with money. Gone are the days when consumers only cared about the four C's, cut, color, clarity, and carrot. Now, younger generations want to know that their whether their diamond was mine, cut, and polished. Uh, and companies have noticed 183-year-old jewelry maker Tiffany has promised more transparency for diamonds amid greater concern and overall social responsibility. I guarantee you they're not buying. 
you guys can make all these electric funny cars. You go, oh my God, the diamonds are organically grown and sourced. And we only have, you know, it's not, not, not one minority black child touches that, that diamond. It's, it's all guilty white people that make it. Most retailers adopted the Kimberly process certification aimed at stopping the worldwide trade of conflict diamonds. <clears throat> Another reason why some millennials aren't buying diamonds, the price tag. It's much cheaper to buy gemstones such as opals and amethysts than diamonds. Plus, your ring will stand out as unique among the sea of tradition, colors, diamond engagement rings. Oh, you mean like all those tattoos that are unique? Now it's just. <laughs> I'm independent. I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. Hey. Oh, you too have a Chinese tattoo that says electrical outlet. But you think it means peace and love. <clears throat> Uh, here's the biggest reason why you shouldn't buy diamonds. Cost the average cost of one carat diamond can run between eighteen to twelve thousand dollars. Oh, but you'll buy you'll spend ten times that on a college degree. Okay, environmental impact. Diamond mining could cause erosion, deforestation, and ecosystem destruction. But your cell phone is great. Human rights violations. Some subjects are worker debt. Many young adults are settled with debt, and overall millennials earn 20% less than baby boomers did at the same stage of life. Well, if you didn't major in dumb crap. Invest in memories, not possessions. <clears throat> you could spend the money on traveling, music festivals, or skydiving instead. Uh, they're not a universal symbol status anymore, but it still represents love for many folks. Millennial shoppers are less concerned. With the, old, with the charm of old luxury brands because they can't afford jack shit. I mean, uh, they care about getting more bang for your buck. See what's driving the diamond purchases below. Tradition, emotional value, popularity of lab-grown diamonds. Well, your children be lab-grown, right? Ladies? Ah oh, 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 more popcorn. Bring it on. Brave new world. Let's see it, baby. Oh, there's a pop-up. I might also be interested in things I did not interested in. Uh, are millennials buying other jewelry? Niche indie jeweler designers. Let's all go to Bisbee, Arizona. Look it up. One bright spot of the diamond market. More and more women are buying diamonds for themselves. Uh, <clears throat> bottom line, do millennials want diamonds? No one cares. You do it. I know we've been punching them for quite some time, but it's over for them. They're past that prime demographic of 19 to 34. No one cares about them anymore. You're old. You're old. Many millennials still value a classic diamond engagement ring. They're saving up for that perfect symbol of love. At the same time, young adults aren't afraid to try something new and aren't comfortable confine and aren't confining themselves to old school norms. This generation just wants to be on solid financial footing before making that big move in their lives. I can't imagine why ChatGTP is going to replace journals. Hang on, hang on, <clears throat> hang on, Amber Kong. I don't hate Amber Kong. I just want to know. Uh, Amber Kong. All right, words that make customers feel heard. Amber Kong, UX, user experience. By the way, U, UX is, is not a thing. It's not a thing. See my works. Bay Area moved to Los Angeles. 
steal here. When a salesperson dangles a free gelato in exchange for my personal information, I go by my other name, Amy Wong. Ah! Man, maybe you could do stand-up. <clears throat> There's nothing here. LinkedIn degree. Degree in Amber, Daily Harvest, California. Oh, here we go. UX, 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 marketing, PR, admin, analyst, education, bachelor's of arts. Oh, she has a license in UX writing fundamentals from the UX Writers Collective. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have our, dude, I'll pit our millennial mechanic up against this girl any day. I wonder who's going to do better. But Amber won't give you the time of day, millennial mechanic, because, ew, you got oil in your fingers. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, let me keep up with this. Make sure we're not missing a nonstop trade, two bucks. It's birthing person. They say women is offensive. Yep. Yep. Oh, we're getting to that. Add them for two bucks. If nonstop Dre was a leftist, he'd be Dre? 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 Okay, I got it. 81.91, two bucks. What about women bankers who finance luxury cars? I, um, <clears throat> to be perfectly honest, the lion's share, talking 90% of the scum buckets I ran into in banking were white dudes, white scumbags, white middle-aged, white typical standard, Villain, Saturday cartoon, morning villain scumbags. There was one gal. There was one. Uh, but it was the majority of guys. Um, maybe more modernly, we've promoted a bunch of uh, women up into you know that gal from SVB. Um, but I have not. In, but that was 15 years ago. So my personal experiences is like, no, it was white dudes. It was. And if you look at the corporate executive team, I think of most of these banks, it's white dudes again. I'm not saying that they're 100% to blame, but they were in charge. Don't don't think – I get a kick out of like you'll get a minority guy or an immigrant or something, and they'll try and they'll feel like, look, I need white man wisdom. I've had a guy say that to me. I'm like, does it – it's not – look, if you want to envy someone, go envy the Asian males. They're better at this game than us, all right? They make more money. It's not, it's not race. It's common sense. It's math. It's hard work, learning rare skills thinking about things before you invest. This is not, I, I, now why different races adhere to that principle more than others, I don't know, but this is not a, a Scooby-Doo mystery once again. It's, it's like, if you want to emulate someone, go talk to the Asian dudes. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, you look at it, it's like, no, that was, that was white guys. They screwed that up. Tim Kunisis, you know, we're getting rid of Cindy Crawford. That's a white guy. There's no magic being born a white dude. There isn't. It, 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 there really isn't. Uh, my truth, five bucks. Bro, dude, you need to chill out. Read some meditations 2.0. Recommend Curse of the High IQ. Enjoy the decline. Bay Aaron Celery. He was way ahead of his time. Thanks, truth. Oh, scrolling. Come on, computer. 
It's going to be a long day. <clears throat> Any super chats here? Oh, here we go. Uh, 10 Canadian bucks from Matt Baker, 87. Name the last car commercial that showed a man driving a car in a masculine way. Broader agenda at play. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I don't watch TV. There we go. Okay. That Aaron Clary is not me, obviously. <clears throat> All right. I think we're. Did you get them after them? All right. Um, we're caught up. Let's do the other article here. Let me get rid of that. There we are. Hang on. Make sure I am not muted. All right, good. Top cyclist from PM. That's it. With all the pop-ups in the world. From the post-millennial. Top cyclist ends their career after too many biological male riders take wins in women's competition. I don't care. I don't care, ladies. You may be a cyclist. You may be a professional. I salute you for having the discipline and work ethic to go and become a professional athlete. Y'all still vote Democrat. Y'all voted for this shit. F you don't care. Women's cyclocross champion Hannah Ahrensman has announced her retirement from the sport after coming in fourth place behind a male rider in the recent UCI cross cyclocross national championships in the elite women's category. Elite women's. A hundred percent. I'm not joking about this. I am not joking about this. This is going to be for me, one of my projects, but <clears throat> if I had a son, I would immediately say you will identify as a woman uh, on every job application. Whatever you want to do, identify as a woman and go in there and beat the ever living crap out of them. You destroy them. You take every advantage. I don't mean physically, of course, but yeah, you girls, you want to play, you want to play the identity game, ladies. You want to vote for Democrats. You want to make it so that the laws of reality don't apply. Laws of reality don't apply. Oh my goodness. Why? I do declare Beauregard. I have a touch of the tisms and I need my disability check. I can no longer work. Oh, but I, I feel that deep inside, Beauregard, I, I may be a fair maiden and I shall now identify as Aeronique and apply for all the jobs to get preferential treatment, however women, for they have implemented the diversity Olympics. Do it, guys. Absolutely. TFM is 100% right. You go in, your driver's like, look, let me give you some advice for the 16-year-old boys out there. Don't have to go to the DMV more than you have to. Right off the bat, every dad in America should be taking their son. And I know you're putting female there. You're putting female there. And from that point on, you're applying for scholarships. You're applying for jobs. And we have every right to do it. You know why, ladies? Because that is fair. Now we're on an equal playing ground. You're a woman. I'm a woman. Everybody lines up to suck our dick. Now, now that we're on the same playing field, now that it's equal, and you wanted this, you wanted to give preferential treatment to women, 
which is written, I'm sorry, that is uh, sexist, that is misandrous, that is not right, it is not fair, it is moral, it is wrong. One would say evil. Oh, but, but to be popular, you not only voted to make it legally so, but made it socially acceptable for men to identify like women. Every man in America should be identifying as a woman right now if you want to go and, and work and participate in, the, in that particular school, college, and society. We're all women now. And this is just the beginning. This is just that first little, like right before the wave, where the wave is frothing and it's about to come crashing down. It's where we are. At the end of Act 1, like, oh, man, look out. If I ever... I, right? If I ever have to go back, I will identify as a woman. And I will shame you if you question me. <clears throat> if I got to go back, I am not playing on an unfair field. Absolutely not. Here comes Aaronique. Like that guy over at the school who put on the fake set of tits. <laughs> Do it. I do, No. No. I don't care, ladies. I don't care. Now, if you voted Republican, I feel bad for you. But as a group, F you, you voted for sexism. You voted for an unjust rules society. Too freaking bad. Uh, I have decided to end my cycling career, my last race at the recent UCI Cyclocross National Championships in the elite women's category. It came in fourth place, flanked on either side by male riders awarded third and fifth, said Arnisman in an amicus brief filed to the Supreme Court in support of West Virginia's Save Women's Sports Law. Oh, no, the thing we voted for is happening to us, but what's supposed to happen to us? I'll start being more uh, forgivable or understanding or lenient or even supporting women who have a complaint. When I start seeing you like, no, I voted this way. No, this is wrong. We got to get when I see I am against affirmative action. I'm against diversity hires. I am for meritocracy. I'm for a fair and level playing field. Then I'm like, okay, I don't see it. I don't see women cheering on men. I don't see women saying anything kind about men. Maybe they're suppressed. Hang on. <clears throat> Let me type in Google. Celebrating men. Okay, International Men's Day. Forbes, first, first non-advertising. Should we be celebrating International Men's Day? That's the first thing. That's the first thing is to question it. Uh. What is next one? What is International Men's Day and do we really need it? Hang on, hang on. Let's now let's talk about celebrating women. Let me see if we get. Oh, right off. It's a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of people born in a certain way. Oh, of women. Uh, articles. First lady host reception. Biden host reception celebrating Women's History Month. Background here on Women's History Month celebrating international women. Not one question. First two articles is to question whether we should celebrate men. We're, oh, God. Oh, my. Celebrating women instead. Celebrating Women's History Month. Get bent. Bye. Bye. Oh, nosies. The trans men are taking over. No, it's, this is too bad, man. It's too bad. Maybe I will start watching sports. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> my
My sister and family sobbed as they watched a man finish in front of me, having witnessed several physical interactions with him throughout the race, she added. The race in question took place last December, and a video clip was shared on social media of a trans-identified male, Austin Kelps. Now, by the way, these guys are scum, too, because they're liars. But you ladies lied and said, oh, my God. The reasons we all know just, okay, we got to change everything to this advantage, men and advantage just because of patriarchy. Lie number one. <gasps> oh, look, lie number two. Oh, he's a man, but you got to play the game, act like he's a woman. Oh, let's you and him fight a race, a her, you and her race. Ooh. Uh, who came in third, knocking Arneson off the podium, apparent, appearing to shoulder barge Arneson on the racetrack. <laughs> if only there was a man to, to stop that. Oh, I can't hit a lady. I don't care if that woman is beating the crap out of you. That's so I can't hit a lady. You girls have really lost any goodwill. Like it, <clears throat> what you're witnessing, ladies, is. In making policy that we have to give you deference to preferential treatment, not to mention, I don't think blaming men and the patriarchy as the cause of all your problems has really helped either. But in making a policy, we have to give you preferential treatment through our institutions and blaming us for all your problems. I think that's the, the emotional, spiritual gut punch that most men have felt over the past 30, 40 years. There is no sympathy or support for you in in society. Like we got to follow this this law, we got to follow this rule. We have to interact with you in certain ways in official, government, legal and and corporate regards. But when it comes to actual human interaction and behavior, that is gone. I'm sure some men have some sympathy for women, maybe some of the older generation, <clears throat> but the younger and younger you go, the less and less sympathy you're going to have. I, no one's going to pull over to the side of the road to help you. No guys are going to, or fewer guys are going to come over and fix your toilet. And I, did was that? And, and now that this is this is a a race open to the public, but it is still a private institution like that regulates it. Well, you don't care. You, you could kind of gauge how far that pendulum has swung based on how many people are the men are laughing at you. And just like, oh, dang, that's just too bad. You know, I'm, I crazy idea. If you treated men better the past 40 years, and if I look up, you know, men's, what did I say, celebrating men, and it wasn't a question, but rather, like, yeah, men is, should be celebrated and, you know, great accomplishments of men or whatever. Maybe with, with a friendly environment, we would be friendly. Maybe we'd be a community again. We'd be a society. We'd be a culture. Oh, yeah, I got to help that lady off on the side of the road. Now? No. No. And it <clears throat> it's not like there's going to be some big retribution. It's not like, oh, but what, what you kind of notice is, like, if, if people really don't like you, they don't hang out with you. And men have been withdrawing and disengaging and just letting you do your thing. And now that this has come to bite you back in the ass, every they're all laughing. I don't know why. Oh, we got to. I know there's some trad cucks and traditional because, oh, my God. Oh, can you know, Dennis Prager, which God bless him. Nice man. Heart in the right place. But man, the 
the the road paved with good intentions that Prager paved is is not going a good place. It was the wrong direction over that way. <clears throat> uh, but that you might get him, but not modern. Hell, a lot of these young guys believe it. Well, well, well that's a girl. I can't. I can't well, how many men's hands are tied? Well, I can't say anything. That's a girl because I said no. That's a dude. Probably even cut his dick off. It's just it's a guy who identifies as a woman. That's wrong. Oh, the people you voted for now. Shit. Oh, now we can't get a job. Oh, look, stimmy checks. Women voted in for us. I guess I don't have to work anymore. Mom, can you give me more chicken tendies? Why can't I find a man? Here's Cappy just sitting in his chair. He's great. Um, forget the fact that AK is a biological male. He, she should have been. This is a quote. This is a quote. She used the pronoun. So, okay, lady, you're on that. Okay. You got robbed by a guy. You don't have the balls to say he. You succumb to your own indoctrination that you guys vote for, and you said he, she. You're... I, I love to help you, but I got some popcorn. This is too good. It's too good. You don't exist. You are here for my entertainment now. Your pain, I, I am now becoming a true solipsist. I don't care about you. This doesn't have this is just for my entertainment. You are here to serve me. Suffer, endure. Can't help you. No, this is a movie. This is a movie. You're not real. You're not real. I am here to enjoy the pain and suffering. Forget the fact that AK is a biological male. He slash she should have been disqualified for this move, which was only one of the last three attempts to put Arneson into the tape. <clears throat> I was standing right there when one of the others happened. You can do better, tweeted a spectator. Oh, okay, so this isn't this isn't her. I take that back. It was someone who tweeted to her. Trans-identifying males, Austin Phillips, seen here in the white ramming competitor, and Jenna Lingwood finished third and fifth at yesterday's USA Cycling Cyclocross Elite Women. Elite Women, I love that. It's so good. Tweeted the Independent Council on Women's Sports. Uh, Arnsman explained in her brief that she was born into a family of athletes who competed in sports from a young age and climbed the ranks to become an elite cyclocross racer. Over the past few years, I have had to race directly with male cyclists and women's events, she continued. Well, did your parents vote Democrat too? Oh, I wonder if they're like that that hippie couple from Colorado and they're just all really out about the outdoors. Hey, man. Just love is love. Uh, it has become increasingly discourage, discouraging to train as hard as I do only to have to lose to a man with an unfair advantage and an androgenized body that intrinsically gives him an obvious advantage over me no matter how hard I train. Well, you girls could <clears throat> unite and all boycott the race, right? How about you do that? I'm wondering what is the breakdown because that's two conflicting demographics on the voting patterns there. You are so female athletes, real female athletes. You're female. 
but you're an athlete and young is what I'm saying. If you're an athlete, you're young. So you're young, so you're going to skew left. But you're an athlete, so you work hard. Does that have an effect? Like, would I find more conservative, not Democrats in the female athlete group? Are you all like uh, uh, Kristen Rappenhall, the soccer gal? Um, the, what, the one with the purple hair that you all celebrated? Killips recently responded to an announcement by USA Cycling regarding the new event to be held later this year with a $60,000 purse prize to be split equally between the male and female category. <laughs> with a tweet that says, huge news for the state of my finances. Um, uh, they are biking. <clears throat> Hannah... Ironsman, who's deliberately shoved, who was deliberately shoved by male Killips in the women's race at U.S. Nationals recently, has quit cycling. No males in women's sports. Tweeted former elite marathon runner Mara Yamauchi. Hang on, let me. Can I find her? Yamauchi, Yamauchi. Let me look if her social media is filled with Marxist leftist propaganda. <clears throat> okay, let's go to Twitter. Uh, all right. Let's go here. <clears throat> Proud ambassador for ASIC. Make the equality clear. She's a lot of it is obviously defending women's sports. I, I'm, I'm with you girls in reality and on principle. Yeah, guys shouldn't be in your sports, but I don't know. Voting has consequences. I just want to see if she, um, any kind of trans, trans, uh, it's all, it's all about not having men and women's sports. <clears throat> I just want to see like something like you should really support the poor children. it's all that it's all that i don't think i'm going to get a, a bearing on her politics <clears throat> that's it there you go um there's a river that i cried into maybe maybe you can find it all right do we have any more super chats? Let me scroll up here. There we go. Matt Baker, $87. Take a name, Bucks. Name the last car commercial that you already oh, did that one. Sorry, got it. Christoph Anon, five bucks. Money make a nation. Use chat G GPT to write bodice ripper harlequin romances and sell them on Kindle under a woman's pseudonym. I go ahead, do it. <clears throat> is it is it really that good though? Can it really write? I heard that like it has to be edited a little bit and it doesn't flow all that well. 
Uh, boom, there we are. All right. Uh, let me go. Oh, we got to do that. Let me get through some sponsors very quickly. So link below is a link at the bottom to VeloWave. If you wanted to get yourself an electric bike. What time is it? <clears throat> oh, I got time. Uh, so that's, uh, that's for you guys. If you want to like, just have it, it works well. If you're in a metropolitan area, you don't want to pay for parking. I have one. I use it. I enjoy it. Um, it's not totally practical in the black Hills, but if I live downtown rapid city, oh yeah. Yeah. That would, that would definitely be something. So if you want to save money on, you know, to keep dude, all you have to do, <clears throat> you charge up the battery in any old regular electrical outlet. So yeah, hell, yeah, hell yeah. I go to the I go to the coffee store and use their electricity to charge up the battery, right? <laughs> I'm I'm a scumbag, sure. Uh so it, it I if you live, you know, if you're on campus, that'd be something to have. Absolutely. Um, so take a look at that. Seth Himes in demandcareers.com. The Way of Monkey book by Turt Flinging Monkey. Academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com to write your papers for you because they won't get busted by chat GPT being written. That happened, uh, what was it, 60% of students used uh, chat GPT to write their papers and a professor busted them. Day-by-day uh, -day cartoon <clears throat> by Chris Muir. And yeah, that's about it for now. Carrie Lutz Financial Survival Network. Dot com. Let me log in here. Bear with me. Very unprofessional. Got to get through some fan mail and hate mail. And after this, oh, guys, I'll be done. I could go to the gym. Oh, it's been horrible weather out here in Vegas. There's like nothing. It's it, next 10 days. It ain't going to break above 60. This has been the, I kind of understand Scandinavians now. Why they have such a hard work ethic. Because for eight months out of the year, you just can't go outside. You got to go. You got to work on the inside. I understand why you're all gloomy and self-loathing now. I get it. Uh, because it's just been a horrible winter here in vegas and so i've been forced to work on on projects all right <clears throat> recovering millennial wait what did i Oh, okay. Let me get through this. Uh, I got to do a clarity test for Ralph. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, please keep me anonymous. After graduating high school, I was interested in economics. and wasn't sure what I would use an econ degree for. Nothing. You won't use it for anything. While delaying college due to COVID distance learning and a few personal issues, I watched some of your videos and realized joining the Navy might be a better use of my time. I just finished two years of training to be a nuke and will go on to the fleet with $60,000 in savings and investments after going to boot camp with about $400 to my name and practicing minimalism throughout the training pipeline. You came out with 60 grand ahead while getting trained. Look at that, man. 
Look at that. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry to all the economists out there. Your degree is not real. Your profession is not real. And you all suck at your job. Um, you're horrible people and should go get real jobs. And look at this kid. Ain't even 21 years old yet, I bet. Can't even drink. And he's already making more than most of you economics graduates. Uh, through training pipeline. I think your advice was helpful as long as China doesn't vaporize me with a missile. So I wanted to give you $200 to make a cool econ-related video. Stay cozy, Charles. Oh, $200 for cool economic-related? I didn't read that part. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. What do you what do you want to know about economics? I mean, it there's nothing really to say about economics. It's very simple. You get off your ass and work or don't. And if a society doesn't get off its ass and work, you're gonna starve. You're not gonna have nice things. It, that's it. That's all economic is. The actual study of it, the professionals think that they they try and put this gray area in there and make it way more complicated than it has to be. Read anything from Paul Krugman. And in the end, all these economists, just because they want to curry favor either with the media or politicians or government contracts, they all come to the same conclusion. We need more government money. And, and if there's anything to be said about the economics profession, it's their ability to write, to write fiction and rationalizations as to why somehow we got this perpetual motion machine of not working and having economic production having economic success. That's what real economists do is they lie to people. I'm not even making this up. It's not like I'm some kind of, oh, they're just lying to you. No, that's the job of most economists is to somehow through completely fabricated economic made of whole cloth philosophies, come up with an explanation as to why we can not work and have stuff. You know, like the replicator machine. And every time they come up with it, it doesn't work. So it, you know, I don't, I don't, what do you want me tell me? I'll, I'll come up with something. What do you want to know about? Uh, I'm just going through. Uh, I'm going to delete that. Maybe I don't have that many. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Bear with me, guys. Oh, from Minneapolis. So I walk. So when I walk in to sit down, there's very few people at the bar. Just Spanish bro, about 25, a Latino in the previous email. He said a woman in her late 40s, early 50s, full head of gray hair and turkey gullet well on its way. Me and the bartender, who's probably 20 years younger than Spinster. Spinster is at the bar to order her takeaway dinner for her husband and her, but also decides to lick her up while it's being prepared. There wasn't all that much going on for a few minutes, but Spanish bro was eating his dinner and occasionally burping, which wasn't particularly bothersome. But after her third drink in about 20 minutes, Spinster decides to stir the pot. Hey, do you have a girlfriend? She says to the Spanish bro in the most condescending saccharine voice. He's taken aback as he had been looking at his phone and tells her, uh, no, I'm not dating right now. Well, I just have to say that you you're, you eat really loudly and women don't like when you eat loudly, she sneers at him. Spanish bro meekly apologizes and she gives him the it's okay in a Professor Umbridge Harry Potter sort of way. 
Unfortunately, I call him Blue Pill because he spends the next five or so minutes trying to change this bitch's impression of him by talking about what he does for work, how long his shifts on the weekends are, etc. And that there's and that's where I learned that he was a uh, technician at a company uh, not too far away. This is where I got annoyed because you could tell she was internally slicing this strange man apart while he probably contributed way more to society than her. Of course. Where do you find the workers? Well, look for the people speaking Spanish. Hey, whoa. <clears throat> whoa. The icing, uh, eventually he leaves, probably earlier than he intended, and Spinster immediately starts gossiping with the bartender about how gross he was and how he'll never get late eating like that. And that's really why I decided to put the story together for you. The icing on the cake, though, was these two women complaining about their way, way too high rent. One chick was paying $1,600 for a 500-square-foot studio apartment, and the other over 2000 for a two-bedroom with her husband. The bartender said that she thought about moving because the money just didn't make sense, but she had to have luxury accommodations now that she had a taste for it, and Spinster agreed. You could see the rationalization, rationalization hamsters churning hard in these women's heads. The bartender looked like she was ready to pull the pin on the fat grenade. Not fat yet, but you could tell soft, like no regular exercise in her life. She will be ready for her beta bucks in a few short years, I'll say. Anyways, a lot happened in that 45 minutes, but there was plenty of red pills to be dispensed, and I hope Spanish bro keeps working his real job and gets his bag. And the ladies can keep racking up debt with luxury consumer goods. Yeah, nah, that was Minnesota. That was Minnesota. Hang on, let me tell him I, I put this together. Do I even have the right? Nope. There we go. All right. There we go. That one. We could. I just like cleaning up my email. Oh, I got to send that to that guy. That one's done. Okay, I could clean that up. Chaz writes, I just finished your book, Bachelor Pad Economics, from the recommendation at the end of Myron Gaines' book that I had contacted you about recently. I wanted to just say thanks. I grew up with a single mom in daycare and didn't know how to act, nor did I begin to understand achievement until about 30. 32 now and on my way to finish a bachelor's in accounting for precisely the reason why you discuss in the book. I'm good at it and it's practical. Reading that I had made right with that degree is further motivation to make a real attempt in life what I want. Hey, Chez, um, <clears throat> go go tune in to the Elkins Accounting Hour. Uh, I love the idea of being able to manage my finances as well as others in the most productive way possible, especially in regard to the state of U.S. society. So thank you again for your book. I'm being of further guidance to in my life. Much appreciated. Well, no problem, Chaz. And then link down below, we also have the dad you ha never had. My latest teachable course that teaches you everything your dad should have taught you, but you didn't have a dad, but you had a single mom. I'm like, yeah, you're going to help your mother, right? Dad's going to get him employed. <clears throat> um, Let me also respond to you. Hi, Chaz.
right, so that one goes there. That that's a momento. Let's put that in the momento box. <clears throat> that will will pull up later. Uh... Hi, Cappy. You keep mentioning distilling in the how the American dating nightmare ends episode. Here's mine. <clears throat> I built it myself. Yeah. So he sent me a picture of his still. So for those of you that want some kind of insurance against a collapsing economy, everyone's going to want booze. So if you know how to make booze, it's better than being a farmer making turnips. I brew about a dozen six-gallon batches a year. Uh, I distill five liters of 180-plus proof whiskey last night. It's delicious. It also brews beer. I don't really drink much, but the beer at dinner for a couple people plus some entertaining on the weekend means we go through a lot. I figure I save $1,000 a year not buying alcohol. And yet my friends tell me my beer and hard liquor is delicious. I have five beers on tap now. I also cut my own firewood, have three axes. I grew up on a farm. I have a degree in electrical engineering and another in computer science and a great career. I can weld, machine, wire, plumb, you name it. Yeah, but, you know, I can't go to my mom and say I go out with a guy who brews beer. Like, could, could you be a surgeon astronaut? Thank you. Recently bought a two-and-a-half-year-old high-end French fridge for five, uh, $300. And the male owner said it was broken and only good for a beer fridge. I sold it for 3000 new. Oh, it sold for 3000 new. The repairman paid. He paid 200 bucks. told him it wasn't fixable. I bought the repair manual for the fridge off the interweb. Samsung wouldn't give me one because I'm not an authorized repairman. Like the guy who tried to fix it for the previous owner. The previous owner said the display didn't work. Actually, it was displaying error codes. When I looked up the error codes, they were all the same area in the door. It turned out a ground wire in the door joint was broken. So now I have a beautiful $3,000 fridge that I paid $300 for. I have heard nothing but bad things about Samsung appliances. I did the same thing with a high-end LG gas oven. Some guy was having his house renovated to please his wife. And the two-year-old $1,800 gas range wasn't good enough. So they sold it to me for 350 Guys, just don't get married. I, I know. <clears throat> I, I think Dr. Helen Smith wrote a book called Men on Strike. I don't know. Are you sick of this shit? Are you guys sick of this shit? I'm sick of this shit. And I got a woman. But I just, for every, like, don't get married. Knock it off. You can tell these girls the word no. No, we're not doing that. Shut up. Here's Ryan Stone's latest books on why you should never cry. Uh, it's fantastic. I had to wire 120 volt into the new location to hook up the gas. Took me an evening. I don't mean to brag, but I have no trouble getting dates with pretty decent women on dating. That's good for you. I generally have time to have the pick of the litter. I found a decent woman two years ago. We've been together living separately ever since. Yeah, boy, that's our guy. That's my boy. Why are you fixing your transmission? You could at least remove it from the vehicle. It shows you how old this was. I bet you have a bunch of guys want to help you if you ask. It is several reasons. One, I do not have the tools down here in the Southern Command that I got up north. Two, I, at the time, especially, I did not have the time. It's tax season. I do my taxes. I want to finish that dad you never had course, which took about a month. Uh, took a lot of time. Um, then there's keeping up with asshole consulting and all this other work. And, you know, and then I want to have fun. 
Yeah, as you guys notice, I go to the gym more regularly now, and that's I got so sick and tired of like, oh, I really ought to work. I really ought to work. And it's like, no, for once, I want to look sexy naked. And uh, you've seen the results in that. All it all takes work, but um, yeah, I mean, sure, yeah, I could probably do the transmission, <clears throat> but I just in that amount of time, like, okay, I'll give you another example. So up north, there's like a U-pole R parts, like a junkyard. And my handle on my car broke. So I went online, looked at the thing, and like, oh, here's, here's, um, we found one. And then I found a brand new one on the internet for a hundred bucks. Now I'm like, a hundred bucks is a lot of money. But then I thought about it, okay, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to have to bring my tools. No guarantee the door handle is going to be there, let alone works. And I'm like, okay, this just sounds like a three hour endeavor. Here's the hundred dollars. It was mailed in. I attached it with the two screws, done. And I'm really at that, that I, I, the opportunity cost is too high. I just don't have the time. Like if I was your average, you know, under 40 something living at home, jerking off the porn. Yeah. And then I'd have the time, but I'm not, I got things going on. Um, but you have a bunch of guys want to help you if you asked. Yeah. Uh, keep up the great work. Oh, thanks. Thank you, sir. Let me also email you. I know this is tedious, guys, but I just like, you know, to respond to kind emails. <clears throat> Haven't been getting a lot of. Um... Hang on. Oh, I got to I got to promote that. I got to get Amir on from MGTOW.TV. Uh, that is something I got to go through later. You know what? I'm not going through it. <clears throat> oh, Scott Wilson at Dumbass Contractors. Uh, if you guys are interested in becoming a contractor, please subscribe to Dumbass Contractors. Scott Wilson over on YouTube. He is uh, open for business. If you have questions on how to become a contractor, he will answer your emails kind of in an asshole consulting sort of way. But he all, also has some videos on his channel. You could just look for it. Like, oh, what's it like being an electrician? What are, how do you fix this? What, what is that? <clears throat> is that all of them? Oh, Chaz already emailed back. Is it on the YouTube channel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm live now. <laughs> and then someone keeps sending me invoices. I, I no, that's that's not that's not um Microsoft has a horrible anti-spam filter. It's just absolutely horrible. It doesn't do its job. All right. Uh, uh, that's it. That's it. We're caught up with that. <clears throat> All right. Let's go to Super Chats finally. Thank you for being patient with that. Uh... <clears throat> 
How long has it been? It's been weeks since I did a podcast. Uh, my truth, five bucks. I got a suggestion for the econ topic. Perhaps consider helping us understand calculating home price inflation price terms versus real price comparison. What? Well, you, you take the you take the housing price, you find the CPI, and you divide it by that. Basically, from whatever year. So you find the CPI in year one, year two. Take year two divided by year one. That's your ratio. And then you take your house price, you divide it by that. Now put it into into those year one's dollars. Um, unless I'm misunderstanding your question. The problem is with housing price, you what you really need to do is compare it to rents because that's its underlying value. Like what would you have to pay for rent? So that, in other words, housing is not like a, a bucket of apples. But um, I, I guess we could talk about nonstop trade two bucks econ topic video on how much money you've cost Carlson. I um I don't know. Let's say two thousand people watch my videos and I deterred five percent. Uh, so that's a hundred people times uh, let's say seventy five thousand. <clears throat> I've cost him seven point five million. Roughly on the on the low end, I know based on the number of books that sold for worthless young person's indispensable guide to choose and write major. I think I've cost higher education over a billion dollars, but that's not because my book sold so well. It's because they they charge such egregious prices for tuition that you know you could save a couple hundred people, and all of a sudden you're at like a million dollars. Oh, I I cost the Carlson School of Management more than it cost me. Uh, but I could always, oh, emotional damages, lie, you know, uh, you're lying and this and that. And there's no employment. No one wants to hire anyone from Carlson. <laughs> but <clears throat> to be perfectly honest, it wouldn't be correct. You, there really should be a class action lawsuit against higher education in general. Uh, because it's it's not per se the Carlson School or that particular degree. It is all of higher education and its admin that have lied and absolutely ass-raped you kids uh, out of your tuition money. And you would also have to then go after the public school teachers for propagandizing and promoting um, college. But I don't, I'm sure someone who's a lawyer would tell me why you can't just go sue all of society. I, but here, and here's another thing. Y'all sign at the dotted line. You know, you all wanted to cut. Most kids don't go to college for an education. They go for the college experience. So, okay, you bought a stupid thing, and now you're complaining. I, I don't care anymore. Um, I just don't want people to go and major in business or any other business degree, whether that's the Carlson School or any other business school. I have a personal uh, hatred for the Carlson School of Management because I went there. But it's the same at every other business college. And I hate Minnesotans. My truth, five bucks, a bunch of macro market and real estate channels with knowledgeable mentors use reversion to the mean real prices adjusted for inflation versus nominal. Truth, why don't, stop spending the money. Just send me a detailed email and explaining these methodologies. I, I could I could take a look at it. I mean, I'll figure it out. It's the math. It's not, not anything complicated. <clears throat> it's just what theory are you operating on? Uh, Matt Barker, 87, six Canadian bucks. As the days go by, your book, The Menu, is starting to make more sense. I know. Isn't it a nice book? Isn't it a wonderful book? Look, 
Dre, unfortunately, is right. I'm probably going to be ahead of my time. I usually am. That's what economists should be. You should be able to predict the future. But <clears throat> whether it's education bubble, the housing crisis, whatever else, y'all think it's edgy. And look, Aaron's being edgy. Ooh, the wascally woman are abandoning men. Whoa, hang on. Did you just hear what I said? When you have one sex abandon the other, that is going to have total and complete economic and sociological consequences and psychological consequences. One sex, as a group, not all I understand, <clears throat> as a group, though, generally has abandoned the other to the point that these are not my figures. This is gold, not Goldman Sachs. Morgan Stanley. No, J.P. Morgan. Whoever. Much more professional and educated people than me that, that that are common, and you should trust them. Half of the women are forecasted not to get married and have kids. You don't think that's going to have huge, if not the largest effect on American and Western society than anything else? I don't care about the war in Russia. I don't care about China, unless they start nuking us. You want to worry about the number one thing? That ain't inflation, it ain't the education bubble. It's that half the population, one sex wants nothing to do with the other. And of course, my theory was they never really did. And it was out of necessity. And this wonderful <clears throat> point we have come to, where all the ingredients are forming above our, hell, our head into this beautiful, dangerous storm, where technology and the welfare state have made it that women don't need any men. And now you look at them like, oh, well, they like us anyway, right? Right, girls? And they are abs. Not only are they absolutely leaving men as a group, as a group. I know some women like men and women do like men at a certain level, just not enough. But when you look at their behaviors, it's bearing out. This isn't me being edgy. This isn't me being blackpilled. This isn't me being a doom lord. Just look. And with the normies forecasting half the women ain't going to get married or have kids, I'm I'm better than them. I'm smarter than them. I look at that. I'm like, this is this is bad. This is really bad. This is when Gozer is about to form. And, uh, it's just another sunny day in New York. I'll be proven right. Problem is, I, I might be dead by that time. I don't know. It's happening quick. <clears throat> and all I'm saying, for those of you, men and women, that's why there's a women's menu and a men's menu, because you girls also have, you know, you got to figure out what to do with life, because it's not going to be men or family. We got that. There's a list of what to do in life. I've answered the existential question, the foremost existential question facing Western civilization today and to an increasing extent, um, non-Western civilization, second, third world countries as feminism and technology is exported and increasing people's standards of living. It's great. What a glorious day. Like in uh, Mad Max, glorious day, <clears throat> beautiful day. What a glorious time to be alive where technology has advanced so quick, so far, so fast that is obsolete in one sex. And now you get to see the fact that one sex, you see their, their very tacit minimal interest in the other sex, and it threatens the existence of at least that culture, in not humanity. There's other cultures I'll keep reading. Don't worry about it. Like, wow. <clears throat> 
It's laid to bear. You girls never like guys that much in the first place. You're just being an edge lord. Oh, yeah? Give me another 10 years. Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> so please go get that book, the menu. You're you're all going to need it, men and women. You're all going to need it. But only a few of you are actually going to go get it. <sighs> Nonstop trade, two bucks. The great one said Cappy just takes selfies at the gym. I, I take a handful of selfies to show my progress. I don't take selfies at the gym all the time. Um, I got to scroll up. Uh, there's the truth. Macro, macro. Vlad Elkham's in the house. Nonstop Drake, two bucks. The great one said, oh, I already did that one. <clears throat> Christoph Anon, two bucks. CPI is false. Real inflation last year was 60%. Right. No, there's an argument as to what we want to use as a CPI. Absolutely. We could do shadow stats. I'd say that's more realistic. Um, Matt Baker, 87, uh, for six Canadian bucks. Literally, my job is to predict the future of the atmosphere. Now that I've doxed myself, enjoy the five bucks. You do a great job and keep it up. I... I don't know how you can produce uh, how you can predict something that complex. Like I know they can predict the weather out three, four, five, even fourteen days, but I, I don't know. Like what are you supposed to predict it a hundred years out? <clears throat> All right, we are caught up. All right, there it is, guys. If you kindly would subscribe to the channel. Also, link below is a link to the dad you never had. All right, all the advice your dad should have given you but didn't. So if you, if you grew up without a father and you have not consumed all the material here, like if you've read through How Not to Become a Millennial, Batch of Pat Economics, <clears throat> you've tuned into this channel, you've listened for years at Roll or whoever else, then you probably don't need it, all right? But if you're relatively new or you're not, you need one condensed, consolidated uh, resource location for all the information your dad should have given you, take that. It's 149 bucks. Strap yourself in. It's 12 hours. It's a lot. And don't worry, I have a PowerPoint presentation, so it's kind of like you got notes. You know, you're not rushing to take down notes. You got the PowerPoint there. Um, so there's that. There's also achieving minimalism theory and practice that is open until tomorrow. So if you have spending problems and you're serious about it, and by serious, I mean $500 because I'm not effing around. I found that if people don't pay a price and don't pay a little bit of blood or a pound of flesh, they don't take it seriously. So that is open. That closes for enrollment tomorrow at midnight. Right, so you got uh, 30 hours to sign up for it. However, you will have 45 days to take the class. So once you're in, you're in, you have 45 days. That is not a 12-hour class. I think it's only eight. <clears throat> but that is actually life-changing. And then I believe I have how not to become a millennial link below because we looked at millennials and the wonderful life they've chosen for themselves and voted in. How's that working for you? And that's it. I'll see you guys later. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hang on. Hang on. <clears throat> Let us bow our heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentience and zero fucks given truth, the teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. 
May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us. The lazy and those that put themselves above all others are slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who were smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Any super, hang on, don't save. Hang on, any more super chats? No more super chats. That's it. See you guys later. Toodles.